Hello everyone, I'm Joel Gould and welcome to the new edition of NRL.com's Pearls Preview Pod. Um, we're coming to you from the QRL studios in Brisbane, where I'm with Steve Renoff, um, about to talk about the origin wash-up and have a look at the round um, that's ahead in the National Rugby League. Good, good afternoon, uh, Steve. Or, good morning or whatever time you're listening to this on this podcast. Yeah, mate, how are you, mate? Uh, what a game. Um, you know, it was, it, was a, it was a blockbuster um, typical Queensland comeback, but just wasn't what wasn't quite enough. Well, Steve, uh, New South Wales has won the decider in Sydney twenty six twenty after Queensland won the previous seven deciders. Now, can you just? Uh, it's quite interesting. You, you were watching it in a in a place you don't usually watch an Origin game. I don't suppose. No. We Where were, were you, uh, and who were you with? Up we there? were up in Moranbarra uh, at a, a mine site, a coal mine site, Eureka, um, for BMA, and. Uh, yeah, we're up there for uh, with Robbie Kearns. So we did a, a equivalent um, origin visit to a Wheatstone in um, Project and Gas over in WA last year. So uh, we must have did a good job. So they got us back up, but it was a bit closer to home. So we're up there at the Eureka coal mine site, um, watching it with the, all the uh, the miners at their uh, their bar and entertainment area. <laughs> what was that like watching it with the salt of the earth uh, which your miners oh, are of it course? It was great. I, I, I felt very much at home. Um, obviously majority of them were Queensland. There's about six New South Welshmen um, but they had the last laugh on us unfortunately. <laughs> they did. You were saying before to me um, off air that uh, Robbie Kearns uh, you, you're good mates with him. Uh, you would have yeah. played against him? Uh, yeah played against him played with him. He, he played in our 98 uh, Kangaroos team. Um, so yeah it was a uh, it's a funny story because uh, he was telling me uh, he had to interview Wayne Bennett. He was emceeing a gig and um, Robbie bought up at the start of the gig. He had a few people there and he said, Wayne, oh, you know, it was a pleasure uh, in 98 when you coached me. He goes, I didn't coach you. And he goes, you're for real. <laughs> he actually forgot. <laughs> I said, Robbie, you must have left an impression. <laughs> <laughs> was Wayne Foxing, do you think? <laughs> no, he was fair income. <laughs> <laughs> how long ago was that? <laughs> no, nineteen ninety eight. I mean Wayne. No, no, but how long ago was the interview with uh, Wayne? Oh it was I think recent, it, was, was it? it wasn't that long ago. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Quite funny. Well, I suppose Wayne has coached a few blokes, hasn't he, over yeah, the years? Yeah, and that's the thing, you know, and, and I think it was Robbie said it was like he's his dream to be coached by Wayne Benton. The when he did, Wayne forgot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Steve. Well, it was a belter of a game. Oh. Let's face it. It, it. The first half was a little bit stop-start, um, eight all at half time, and then the second half just opened up. And we were just having a chat uh, before this game. You said early on the piece that Mitchell Pearce deserved an opportunity to come back into the team with, if Nathan Cleary was out injured. He did. And, and you were very impressed. Look, he's been criticised in the past for not taking the game by the scruff of the neck. What what did he do in this game from your angle that showed oh, look, that last try? Well, the last try, I mean, he had a bit of um, you know sight, and that's the way he's been playing. So he had a look and, and just thought, I've got to give this a shot. I mean, it, it was it was do or die. I mean, they no one really wants to get, unless you're behind um, or come from behind, want to get to that uh, golden point. So... He, he, he took a, a big risk and, and a measured risk around that pass that sent it wide and it paid off for him and that's great vision um, for Mitchell Pearce and um, you know it shouldn't we shouldn't be surprised by that because his form with the Knights has been amazing um, this year and um, you know he's just taken that out on the field and, and good on him and I feel I actually do feel very happy for him personally and I said that before the match up there we 
did a pre-interview that um, um, you know obviously wanted Queensland to win, but uh, I w- really wanted Mitchell Pearce to have a, 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 a good game. You look back at Origin, uh, the the ones that the, the deciders that Queensland has won. We see they were very close. I mean, although Queensland won eight series in a row, mm. there, were, there were quite a few deciders, and there's yes. actually seven, I believe, in that run of theirs uh, going through and forward, even after they lost in 14. But the big moments, we saw JT stand up in 2006, put Tate away before Lockie yeah. uh, scored, and then in 08, the last series decider in ANZ, at ANZ Stadium, Queensland won. It was, again, a, a show-and-go by JT that found... Um, Billy Slater and I think I think Mitchell Pierce might have missed one missed the tackle or been involved in missing one of those tackles. So he's always been criticised for not. St- this doesn't get any bigger, does it? The 80th minute of a, oh. of a game, and he did that himself. He did that, and good on him, you know. And look, that just shows he is a, he is a great player. And um, I, I suppose that's sort of you you uh, where you're at. I mean, I go back to saying he was in great form. Um, you know, and he was getting heckled, obviously left, right, and centre uh, around his decision, around their decision to put him back in the team for this decider. But um, he stood up to his critics. Um, he stood up for New South Wales, and you know, all credit to him. He, he is a good player, and um, you know, to take that take that risk. I mean, that's what footy's about, and he's done it at the at the, the peak arena. You know, like the top arena in in rugby league. In the past, we've seen the Maroons legends stand up. When the game was on the line, and 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 we we can honestly say, looking back at that stretch, that that they they threw out games, did amazing things. James Tedesco is now one of those players for New South Wales, mm. isn't he? I, I mean, he he turned the game when he went on that amazing pinball zigzagging run uh, in the first half that set up a try. He scores a try with a determined run that he said, "Okay, I'm doing mm. this," and then he scores at the end. Where's James Tedesco headed as far as a, a great player goes? Uh, yeah. He, he, he could even oh, be like Tom Trebojevic said after the game, the best player in the world. Yeah, he, he's definitely pushing. He, he's, he's put a couple of uh, consistent seasons together playing the type of footy that we saw him play last night. Uh, he just dominates. Um, he's not a big man. Uh, he's strong and he's quick. Um, and he, he's very hard to contain. But in world rankings, he, he's definitely... Um, you know, we had that we had that um, debate. It was a debate early the season around uh, who's the best player in the game, and a lot of people were saying Latrell Mitchell at the time. Um, but there was a lot of people also I heard saying James Tedesco um, mm. even before this Origin series. I think James Tedesco has got Latrell covered. Yeah, uh, oh, did, but I'm not suggesting for a moment that Latrell's not an outstanding mm. and, and player, but. What Tedesco has done in the last two years—it's it, funny. It's, it's, in the, it's in the eyes of the beholder, and um, mm. uh, look, it, it's happened time and time again. And myself spending two years in England, without doubt, um, and that's got to be judged worldwide, an international committee when it does get judged those sort of things. But there's there's a, there's a lot of people um, in England believes their place because that's all they really watches. The footy over there, they you know, I've, I've spent two years there, and they're, they're saying, oh, you know, he's the best player in the world playing in the Super League in England. So, but without a doubt, um, you know, playing in the NRL, um, which is the, the standards a lot higher than Super League in England, um, James Tedesco is the best player in the world at the moment. I think he is too. I, yeah. I really do. Uh, and for what he does in games, like I, I think he was the difference in yeah. this series. Yes, like Queensland uh, were outstanding. On Wednesday night, outstanding. Uh, let's have a look at their performance, uh, Steve. Uh, 
Firstly, I mean, Kevin Walters, there's some speculation about whether he'll be back next year. In the post-match presser, he said he would be. Of course, he ha- he would say that, and we take him at his word. Mm. But we don't know what's going to unfold in the coming months around the, the Gold Coast Titans. We know Kevin Walters would like to be an NRL coach if he's offered the job there. The big question is, would he be allowed to do Origin as well? Uh, we don't know the answer to that question. But what, what, what when you look at what Kevin's done through this post-greats era... Uh, he's won two series and, and kept Queensland very competitive yeah. in these last two. What, what sort of a job has he done? He's done a great job because especially uh, you're looking at um, the last couple of years, um, he hasn't really had that spine um, consistently uh, over those last few years. Uh, he definitely didn't have any of that um, this, this series. So I think he's done a great job. I mean, you know, getting for the boys to lift and come back from where they were last night um, to be, you know, 20 all, um, 20 seconds to go, uh, that was a great fight back. So the spirit's there. Um, you know, for all money, they, they really wanted to, to go into the golden point and anything could happen there, but um, that wasn't to be. But Kevin's legacy is still going there. And, you know, I'm not too sure about his, uh, to be honest about his... Uh, the link to the Titans. We all know he wants to do that, but I, I, th- I reckon that's not going to happen, um, to be honest. He won't go to the Titans. And my reason around that is um, unless... I, I probably know Kevin better than anyone, but if you want to be a head coach, you don't want to be under someone like Mel Meninga who's overseeing all that. Um, I know that sounds funny, but that's just the way it is. You want to be there on your own right. Um, so... It's like, you know, Gus Gould at Penrith and Wayne wanting to come back to the Broncos. No head coach or, you know, head coach who wants to be a, uh, a head coach of a club wants, a, a, you know, an icon like that looking over you, to be honest. Okay, that's an interesting view, Steve. I'm yeah, not, without a doubt. Without a doubt. You yeah. don't, I mean, Craig Belling wouldn't come back here if Wayne was coaching. You mean as Man. a head director of coaching yeah. or something like yeah. that? Okay. And it didn't work with mm. Gus. Well, look, I, I'll be honest here. I'm not quite sure what's on Kevin's mind. He, mm. he seemed to be indicating last night that he, he wants to come back and be with this team. <clears throat> and I, he obviously is contracted and, and deserves to be back with yeah, the definitely. team next year. Munster was magnificent at fullback. That's gonna. It's great for Queensland selectors next year because do you put Munster there or do you put Ponga there? <laughs> Munster's actually posed the question. It seems incredible that we'd be asking that question, but his performance was unbelievable. Uh, Ethan Lowe, they've discovered an origin player in Ethan yeah. Lowe. 52 tackles, four from four. A cut. machine, mate. He, he just didn't stop all night. Um, I, I was a bit... I was a bit I'm an hour about Ethan. I know he's a competitor, and I thought he just might have been in that middle a little bit light on. But I tell you what, he stood up last night, and he was everywhere. Mm, he was Queensland's best forward. Yeah. Uh, well, it, with well, a close tie with Josh Papali, he, he he pulled he, out he, the game that everyone was asking of him, and he did. And for him to score that try, that was great work by him and Cherry Evans. And uh, you know, he didn't stop all night. He didn't. No, he was fantastic. Um, low. I can see him being an origin player for a few more years to come. I think he'll go back to South Sydney and really take some excellent form back there. Yeah, Wayne definitely. will be licking his lips over what Lowe did in that game because I'm sure it'll give him a lot of confidence. Definitely. Just coming back to, we both agree that Queensland showed amazing spirit, uh, great talent, ability. Uh, they, they were fantastic 
and look, you you can't do anything about a miracle try like that. And it, mm. great work by Blake Ferguson too to tiptoe down. Yeah, what about that? It was great work. But if we're going to look at the thing that cost Queensland in this game, uh, um, the kicking game, it there was a kick in the first half by Ben Hunt that was on the third tackle that Tedesco picked up and there was a mm. try not long after. There were those two kicks in the second half that went out on the full. Yeah. One from Michael Morgan and one from Corey Norman who had a very good game for a debut. Yeah, he did. I, I thought Corey went really well. Mm. But what did you, is that where Queensland lost it with their kicking? Yeah, I think it was with their kicking. And, and there was also comment made, um, especially when you were behind. I suppose they, they had to hold the composure, but there was times where the commentary was made that, um, you know, rather than putting these bombs up and, and the guys getting the full, having a shot on the fifth, you know, and ha- having a strike at them, um, that didn't sort of eventuate. Um, New South Wales did that a couple of times, I think, um, ran on the fifth. And I, that wouldn't have been a bad option for Queensland um, because, you know, a lot of those kicks were, were ended up been taken on the full and they just they probably just weren't thought about too well I mean uh, it's something you work on and as you say if you had a player that we've had in the past um, probably a totally different story you mean one of the greats like one a of Lockyer the or a yeah. Thurston yeah yeah well, I think Queensland if they'd had one of those players could have won the game look it's it's impossible to say but yeah. um, you, you know there's there some kicks that just didn't work for Queensland in that game and it did cost them it cost them yeah. Two loss opportunities and, and, and a try ultimately. So I know it's harsh to, to look at it like that, but um, that's just the way it was. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's the end of that series, the Origin series, and it's it's absorbed us in, and absolutely overwhelmed us in the coverage the last two and a half months, really, even three months in, yeah. the, in the month leading into it. So now it's time for the Premiership. Now we can run. We can into look at the Premiership finals. exactly and. We have a fascinating run into the top, into the Premiership, and we're going to have a look at that. Um, look, we don't know because of Origin, Steve. We don't really know who's going to be taking the field at this early stage. No, that's right. Yeah, in the game, so it's probably pointless in some regard to have a look at who's in and who's out because we we don't know that a lot of the players will be getting back to training um, yep. tomorrow, I'd imagine, and they'll be assessed. But certainly, the first game on the on the horizon is the Panthers versus the Titans. Uh, Maloney has been named here to play. Um, and back up, and I dare say he will because they've got a bit of a halves crisis at the moment, yes. the Panthers. And they're hosting the, the Gold Coast Titans. This seems incredible to say when you consider where they were two months ago, but if oh. the Panthers win this game, they're, they're the first team into the eight it's because a... Cronulla won't have played. I mean, yeah, they're, exactly. they're on the same points but a terrible for and against. What, what, what about this? Are they, the, are they a team that can forge uh, or go on a run here? Yeah, without a doubt. Um, you know, the, the form they've shown over the last you know month or so has been amazing. And, um, you know, with Jimmy Maloney, um, I think it was sort of coincided, obviously, with him um, getting back in the Origin team. which well, Getting back to form to get well, in Well, getting back to form through Origin, which obviously... Uh, trans, translated across to Panthers and like they're on fire and they've got a great forward pack. Um, we, we spoke about this the other week and um, you know there's nothing to say that these guys won't won't keep going on the track they're going at the moment. Well they're coming, they're fresh from a bye of course so that's only going to help them. Uh, the, the Titans also um, fresh from a bye. Uh, they, they've got uh, Jack Stockwell and, and Mo Fatuaki, rather in the um, in the in the front row, and Jared Wallace at lock. Uh, it's not a bad looking side. Uh, no Ash Taylor still. It's Tyrone Roberts and Riley Jacks. Riley Jacks playing for his future at the moment. Yeah. Um, but the Titans, 
I can't see them winning this game. They, they no. just, they're just not consistent enough in games, and, and the, the Panthers are on a bit of a roll yeah, at the moment, don't I'd, you think? I'd have to agree with you there. And um, They're just... You, know, you keep hoping that the Titans, and they do, they pull out a, a great game here and there, but um, I think with this unit, this Panthers unit, uh, they got Buckley's. Yeah, well, I'm tipping the Panthers to win that at Penrith uh, quite comfortably. The other game on Friday night is McDonald Jones Stadium. The Knights are hosting the Bulldogs. Uh, the Knights uh, lost to the Warriors last week, so they'll be keen to get back in the winner's circle. Uh, Mitchell Pearce has been named here. Connor Watson's still at fullback with uh, uh, Callum Ponga still out at the moment. Uh, Kieran Foran's hamstring injury, that's not hurting, sorry, not helping the Bulldogs um, at any time because he's been a wonderful player for them. But uh, what, what do you see happening here in this in this game? Yeah, the, look, the Bulldogs obviously had a really really good win in their last game against Cronulla. Yeah, look, fresh from a bye. Yeah, look, uh, uh, you know you you can write easily write Canterbury off, and you know they just don't seem to have uh, that little edge that the other other teams have had. Um, this game, I reckon, will be tighter than you think. Um, but for me, I'm definitely going to stick with the the Knights. Um, Mitchell Pierce is coming back and. Um, you know, they. I, I just I like the the type of footy the Knights are playing at the moment. Um, they're at home. Um, that's going to be, you know, an advantage to them, and uh, I, I think they'll get away at the win. The first blockbuster of the weekend is uh, at ANZ Stadium, a game where we've got two two sides, both in the top eight, contesting uh, for, for competition points. The Rabbitohs versus the Sea Eagles. I used to love that game in the, in the 80s when I was a young young fella. I used to love that game. I remember um, Hollywood and Zorba calling some cracking games at Redfin Oval between um, the Rabbitohs and, um, and the Sea Eagles. Was it the, Mario, the Civil Tales and what was the... Uh, no, well, that was the West, the West with the well, Firebros. But, but this was always a great game. Yeah. It, this was always a game, this one. I, I used to love this, this game. It was always a titanic battle, at, at, especially at Redfin Oval. When uh, Craig Coleman... Mario Fennick and all those uh, sort of guys yeah. were playing. It was uh, it was something to, to behold. So it has something uh, something a bit of magic about it for me uh, because it, it was always a, a really good game. And I, I think this is going to be no different. Looking at these two sides, we, once again we don't know how they're going to back up some of these Origin guys. Uh, Damien Cook's named um, Ethan Lowe. He might be putting his hand up for, to play half an hour or so. We don't yeah. we don't know. Uh, but the big news for the Rabbitohs is Sam Burgess um, back uh, to play, and that's that's going to have to help them get back on track because they've had yes. they've had four losses on the trot. Wayne won't like that. He want to get back in the winners' circle, but it's not going to be easy oh, against so Dez's team. No, not at all. Uh, very pressy. They're another team that I've been impressed with. Manly Seagulls. We've talked about them all year, Joel. And you talk about their front rowers, and uh, they've got the Dravojevic boys, and. I'm I'm going to go down Manly here. I, I think Manly um, just once again, um, Des has got on playing some good rugby league, good footy, and um, I, I just they're in a hole at the moment. Um, South, um, you know whether or not Sam's going to make a difference to this team come back, he he might do, um, but they they got a long way to improve to to beat a team like Manly at the moment. 
Well, we'll have to see who plays for Manly, but Adam Fanua Blake and Martin Tapel will definitely play. Uh, yeah. Sirenen's been in outstanding form. Yeah. Curtis Sirenen, uh, Joel Thompson. <coughs> it's a very good forward pack, and Jake Travojevic has, has obviously been named. You'd think you'd think Cherry Evans might try and back up, but I, I was a bit concerned. There was a, did he do, did he hurt him? Did he get up a bit sore from an ankle? Yeah, yeah get back he, into that game. Yeah, he'll be right. You'd, you'd think he'd be right. I mean, look, we I think got. And especially someone like Des will go, look, yeah, great, origin's over, your priority's here. Um, this, this, is, you know, this, this is a game Manly want to win, um, mm. and this can set them up in a, for a great position um, running into the final series. So if, you know, if you're half wounded but you can still get, get up on your feet, you'll be playing. I think it's a big, big game for James Roberts. We'd like to see him do a bit more. Um, he, he probably def- hasn't. He, he's done some really good things in attack. I think he'll be working harder on his defensive displays. Um, Braden Burns has, has just got back from injury, so yeah. I, I do like those guys in the centres. I think they, they're both capable of coming up with some big match-winning plays. It'll just depend on whether the um, the, the South Sydney forwards can get over Manly and who plays for South Sydney yeah, as definitely. well, because. Well, We've got guys like Cameron Murray been involved in Origin. He had a blind <laughs> too. A hey, what game. a great young player he is. I mean, I think he's uh, he's going to be a New South Wales player for a decade, yes. that fellow. Um, Damien Cook. Uh, uh, we forgot to mention him before. Brilliant. Brilliant try. Oh. That's, yeah, a just, try, that's a try. We're talking about Souths and Manly in the in the late, yeah. in the early eighties. Um, that's a try Max Krillich wouldn't have scored. No, no. <laughs> Although I did love watching Max Krillich and all those blokes. So, all Greg Kanesky. But yeah, what about the speed? Uh, and he just backed himself, and he, you know, uh, I felt sorry for. Um, uh, well, Mario wouldn't have scored it either. No, no, you know what I mean. Uh, I felt sorry for the fullback, uh, which is Munster, and he just. When he decided, um, I'm just going to run around him, he ran around him. He's a new age hooker, isn't he? He is. He's he is. taken the game of, he's taken the, the role of the rake to another level. Oh, look, there was, there was a, I think there was another big opportunity uh, that they didn't get a try where he made a break out of the middle and made a clean break from out of dummy half. But luckily, um, I think it was Munster might have might have got a, a hand on the, on the pass. I mean, that was another try uh, that probably could have changed the game put him out to another six points so mm. um, you know he's just a great player he is when I say he's changed the, the, I mean Cameron Smith's out on his own when it comes to the the, the, the hooking yeah. role but he's a different kind of player to Damien Cook but well, you, you put Smith to the side and let's just say he's unique a, a player possibly the greatest player of all time uh, Cameron Smith but Damien Cook what we expect from hookers because yeah. there's no one that can control a game and read a game like Smith but uh, Cook's Speed. other hookers are getting judged against that now, aren't they? Mm. Because you see them criticised. Oh, he has, how slow he, is he? How slow is he? You know, he's not he's not he, moving he, quickly he, like Cook. Exactly right. He, he set the standard, and mm. uh, there'll be a lot of current hookers very filthy with him. <laughs> well, I suppose Mar- uh, uh, Benny Elias and Steve Walters sort of did that in, in their well, area, didn't they? I, they? They changed well, the way hooking Well, was. you know, Steve Walters wasn't the quickest, but I tell you what, who was, was his brother, Carrot. Now, Carrot yeah, was quicker, wasn't Kerrit's he? Carrot's very similar to um, this guy, I, I, I believe. When you look at the similarities, and Carrot had a knack of getting out, and he, he had a bit of pace. Um, um, so, yeah, very similar. Mm. Well, yes, he, he, he scored some great tries, and there is a classic... State of origin try that he scored. It wasn't out of dummy half, but his pace is what yeah. blows me away. You, you can go 
on YouTube and have a look at it. Yeah. I, 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 you should know the year it was, but it, I think it's a top 30 origin tries, and his is one of them. Yeah, definitely. And he, he just, his pace, you watch him and he runs with his head back, a bit like Johnny Gibbs used to run yeah. for Manly. He's got his head back in the mullet. <laughs> you remember that? Oh, fucker. Yeah, oh, I can't talk. We all had mullets. <laughs> you did too. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, the blockbuster game for the Brisbane Broncos at Suncorp Stadium on Saturday night and who would have thought <sighs> last week they went down to Cronulla what about that? written off everywhere um, they were looking like the, everyone was saying well they're going to be six points out of the eight after this because they would have been if they'd lost because yeah. Cronulla would have gone to 18 and Broncos stayed at 12 now Cronulla's on 16 Broncos on 14 and all of a sudden Payne Haas thinks they can win the comp and, um, <laughs> oh, that's a bit of a stretch. but isn't that great that he does but that's a good that's good good mm-hmm. confidence and they they They've got to take that out of that game because what a great performance for all these young fellas. One of the best you've seen from a Broncos side of late as far as guts goes? Oh, without a doubt. Um, and look, they did it without their stars, you know, per se. And um, But what we've got to remember, they still had the majority of their forward pack, and that was their... The, the, bonus I thought but young O'Sullivan was great. Until he did his hammy unfortunately Yeah I know it was a shame and um, uh, you know the, the young winger we got Xavier Coates. Uh, Coates. I mean how good was he I mean I know he, he fumbled a couple of things and tries He's tall it's hard to get down from up there <laughs> Yeah but I'll tell you what he should have had two tries because that was definitely the second one that they disallowed was it was it Actually, was a try. Um, they were a bit fiddly about that one, and I, the commentators were blowing up too. So he had a great game. He did, isn't he? Can he jump? <laughs> I reckon he's like just come out of nowhere, but just confidence. You know, that's that's the thing. Your young fellas like that, they just they use confidence, and then if they can get on a roll like they did in that game, you know, they got a bit of momentum. Uh, I think that was great because our forwards really stood up. Pengai Junior. and obviously Haas, Lodge. Uh, Lodge. I mean, you get that out of Lodge every week anyway. Um, and talking about him, he's just signed a, a long t- t- you know, deal with the Broncos, which is great. That was a good get by the Broncos because there would have been a lot of people, a lot of clubs after him. There were. He, he had an offer from, um, I, I believe it. Warriors. Well, there definitely was one from the Eels. There was definitely one from the Warriors. Um, his partner, Jess's father, is Peter O'Sullivan. So he's yes. the Warriors um, recruitment boss. So um, he, they were keen. That was a tough decision. He, we spoke to him this morning at Broncos HQ, and he said that that was a tough decision. But he'd always wanted look, he he wanted to be with this club that gave him a chance. He wants to you know take these young forwards with him and forge a legacy at the Broncos, yeah. which is great to hear. Yeah. Look, we know he's had issues in the past. Oh, let's they're, forget. They're, we can forget about them now. Well, this Joel. is a great redemption story, isn't yeah, it? I mean, it that's is. what rugby league does. It does do this. It gives people a, a chance well, you uh, look, after they've stuffed well, up. Well, you look at guys that are playing or played long, Blake Ferguson. He, he's redemption. He, he played up a bit back in the day. And um, then you got um, the, the fullback winger for Cronulla. Um, always drop jo- out Joshy of, Dugan. Josh Dugan. You know, they're, they're redemption stories. Well, they, that's the great thing about footy. It's, yeah. uh, <laughs> to be yeah, honest. You know, you can go down the wrong track and as long as you get back on the right one and stay on it, yeah. um, there are rewards for you. And yeah. Look, Matt Lodge has done everything you could have asked of him. He's yeah. done everything. No. And so he deserves that uh, opportunity, I think. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, Good on him. Yeah. So Darius as well spoke this morning. He's mad keen to get into that uh, number six role. Um, Anthony's going back, to Anthony Milford, the fullback, back from injury, trained well. Uh, it's it's a pretty it's a pretty good pack they've named with Lodge, Haas, Glenn, Tavita and Flegler. None of them played Origin, so that won't change. Uh, the Warriors fresh from a good win mm. over... Um, the Knights, and, and we've always spoken about their back five. 
Ken Mamalo and David Fusatua, they're in terrific form. The halves, pretty good pack again. Uh, Warriors come to Suncorp, and uh, last year they, they towed Brisbane. Yeah. Uh, what do you make of this game? Oh, you? look, th- this is this is going to be a tough one, I, I think, for Brisbane. This is a danger game. You can call mm. this a danger game. And, look, I'm... Oh, <laughs> yep, the, the Broncos came out last week and they had that enthusiasm with the young fellas and they got a lot of their players back. And I, I think uh, some of those players, I mean, you know, you look at Milford, he's back. Um, yeah, they've really got to step up personally themselves, I think. And, um, yeah... I, I still either way with this game um, but you know obviously I want Brisbane to win mm. um, but I think it'll be it'll be tight you want them to win Steve I did your tips uh, I, put, <laughs> yeah. I put them in I know who you tipped yeah yeah so yeah in, in, but I still think it'll be tight I mean they they still got to prove to me and they still got to prove to London they got to be consistent um, so you're tipping the Warriors <laughs> did I? Did I? <laughs> well, oh. I'm tipping the Broncos, and sorry, Steve, we got off on a tangent in that last game talking about Max Krillich and those sort of guys. <laughs> uh, so, Rabbitohs and Eagles, who were you tipping there? Did Did you say the you thought the Eagles would win that? Yeah, the Eagles. Oh, yeah, I definitely. think the Rabbitohs will win this game. Okay. I think Sam Burgess will be, 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 the, be the difference. So, it was my tip I didn't give, but people are more interested in yours, of course. <laughs> But you're tipping. You say I'm tipping the Broncos. I think they can keep that on the going. Yeah, I, I, I think I have tipped the Warriors. So I've got to stick with them. <laughs> shame, shame. No, I know you want the Broncos to win, mate. Yeah. Okay. I'm worried about. I'm worried about winning the comp. Cameron Smith's 400th <laughs> game down at uh, yes. Amy Park. The Sharks gifted three losses, three wins. Sorry to the opposition. Mm. They've really thrown away an opportunity the last three weeks. Their goal kicking's been atrocious. <laughs> Everything's been atrocious. But some of their players been atrocious as well, and, and not up to scratch. They admit that. Then they're big enough. Well, to there, was admit a, it. there was a few hooks last week, Joel. Well, Sean Johnson was hooked, but he's back in this team. Yes. Um, Matt Moylan um, didn't play that well either. He's he's named here. I, I, I'm surprised that he he would um, be back because I thought he was out injured, but he's he's back in the team. Look. <laughs> This is one thing the Melbourne Storm are good at. Uh, milestone games, they tend to win and they rise to the occasion. We've got Cameron Smith playing his 400th, 400th game. What a, what a You're going to write a column about this this week, Steve. But, yeah. uh, what, a, what an achievement. What a machine. What a, Would you have believed this when you were playing that someone could play no, 400 games? No, and he, he's... You know, you, you look at him and you go, he'd probably play another 100. The, the way he conducts himself on the field and he still gets around so easily, to mm. be honest. And, you know, congratulate him. I have to say congratulations to Ken Smith. Uh, what a what an amazing career. And then coming up for his 400th game. It's extraordinary, isn't it? Oh, it is. He's a, he's a bit look, of an I iron know, man. I know Cameron suggested it might be done because a lot of people playing 300. Oh, I would I would be surprised. I'd be surprised if this record's going to be broken for a long, long, long yeah, time. No. I, I just can't see it happening. I just think this is a mark. He's he's he's, he's ready for more. He's going to go on. And probably he could end up playing four hundred and thirty. Yeah, exactly. Games. It's going yeah. to be a hard mark to to toss. Well, you'd think with his current form injury, with Stanley, he'll he'll go around again next year. Mm. Well, uh, <clears throat> the, the Sharks look like they're going to be without because Wade Graham came off with a hamstring injury yeah, in the Origin too. game. I can't. He he won't he's be playing gone. in this game. Yep. So, like I know the Sharks, they're the bogey team for Melbourne. They're they're the team with Andrew Fafita back in particular. He's been oh, a, yeah, a yeah. nemesis for for them, and, and we know what he did in that grand final where he scored the try that turned the game their way. 
But um, it's hard to see this Sharks team beating the Storm the way they're playing. I, I no, can't see it. I can't see it. You know, look, they'll probably come in and shock all of us, but uh, definitely for me, as you say, milestone game. Um, it's going to be big for everyone and definitely Melbourne. Yep, I have to say the same. The other game uh, that's going to be another milestone game uh, on Sunday at 2 o'clock at Central, on the Central Coast, this one, is um, the Roosters hosting the Cowboys. It's 300 games for Gavin Cooper. What yeah. an achievement. What, what a great guy. What about a, what about the Mergen boy? Let's uh, say another that. Another Mergen boy. He's That's a Mergen right. boy. Yeah, well, you um, must be explained, Steve. Very proud of, of Gavin. And um, obviously, uh, we grew up with their family, you know, my golden brother and sister, so with with the Coopers and the Carsbergs. So his his mum's a Carsberg. So you know they're well known Mergen names, and you know, and then Gavin and his brother Dustin. You know, great footy players, and and Gavin's this, this achievement for him is is huge. You know, he, he's been at a few clubs, but um, he, he he's another one. He's just a genuine footballer. When he came through, when he was younger, he he was very talented um, rugby league player and. Um, you know he's found himself um, in the pack with his size, and you know he's just he's just been a uh, you know he's just weathered the storm over the years. You know he got himself in the Origin late uh, and was successful there. Obviously, uh, you know you know struck up a great combination with JT. Um, you know at the Cowboys and at um, Origin level, and you know we're very proud of him. Um, and then you know the town's going to be proud of him and. Uh, he grew up with my nephews, you know, their best mates, and it, we were very proud of him, actually. Mm. Yeah. Well, I remember watching him for the first time. He was playing for Redcliffe. Yeah. Uh, that's when yes. I first first saw him play. Uh, that was back in the what, what's now known as the Intrust Super Cup, of course, and I, I thought at the time, what, what a great hole runner. Yeah. And it looked, didn't it prove to be true? Yeah. Um, he, he, there, there was nothing better than Thurston to Cooper. Yeah, it was exactly. just a magic combination. Well, he went on that run uh, tries per game last year. Last year. So he's been doing it right into his twilight yeah, years. Exactly. I think he's keen to play on as well. So we'll see what happens there. Um, for, for the Roosters, well, they're just warming up. You get the feeling, <laughs> don't you? You, you get yeah, that it, feeling with them. Well, it's sort of unfortunate. And then you look at him. back, and that's Keir a, is back. He's made a massive difference. Last week he was phenomenal, wasn't yeah, he? He was, and you know. And you know they talk about that combination with Latrell, and there's obviously they got a, they're striking up a bit of a, a, a duo there, those two. And it's like you and Walters, really. Yeah, you know it's it, on the other, on the, no, on the same side. Isn't yeah, it? Same, same side, and um, you know that was always good. But I, I sort of thought, well, you know, when you got a team and you're missing a player like Kiri has been, and I sort of thought, well, you know. It shows probably how narrow-minded a club can be, if I can say that without being too harsh on them, that um, he goes through those couple of weeks prior to Origin when we didn't see much of Latrell and we're going, what's wrong, what's wrong? You can't put that down to one player because uh, there's someone else filling their, those shoes, And but he just wasn't getting any ball. Now Kiri gets back and Kiri's looking for him. Um, you know, it's not rocket science. So I feel from that on that side, I feel a little bit sorry for Latrell Mitchell that he got hammered for not being involved. When why couldn't someone else bring him into the game? Mm. Why does it have to be Luke Keary? Did you miss Kevin Walters when he wasn't there, though? Not really. Uh, you know what I mean. I, I, not that we there was ever too many games that we didn't. We played a lot of games together. Mm. I probably went missing more than he did. You know, with injuries o- over that time and. Um, I was lucky when Kevin wasn't there. We had Darren Lockyer at the later end of the season, so mm. didn't really suffer. And look, I'll be honest with you, we, 
you know, Johnny Plathfield in there, and um, he, you know, it was good. That it was, it was good. We, we sort of had a lot. We had Fords as well that we could play with the ball. So mm, well, you had, they, they all had the same side. Madison, didn't you? Of course, yeah. but I suppose it's different now, isn't it? When you got left and right side players, although these guys do play together. Yeah. But in your day, the, the oh Lang, yeah, Lang, we, no, we were left and right, but um, yeah, but Langer passed to to, to Walters, didn't he? A lot. Yeah, 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 yeah. It exactly. wasn't like the, the dummy half threw it to Walters. Yeah, no, exactly. So, mm-hmm. but you know, it's um. Uh, Although Alfie was mainly on the right, wasn't yeah, he? he was. Yeah, he um, was. Mm. We had that split, so we were the left, and um, Alf was on the right, and we had the middle. Mm. So, but yeah, but look, with this game, I I think the Roosters, uh, it, they're shooing. I mean, as you say, Joel, they're just warming up. They they they've timed their run really well. Okay, finally, um, we come to, and I'm tipping the Roosters to win that. I, I just can't see the Cowboys being able to beat them. Uh, this is when the Roosters come to the party. Yeah, they get themselves. You, look, you just get a sense that, that this is where they get themselves in position, get that they play into a certain s- sort of um, standard. That they're ready to come into the finals and then go up a cog. Well, they go up That's, a cog because they've set they've set the way they play. They've they've used this first half of the season. They do it well, and you got to give it to Robinson. He does it well. So we're working all these things. What works for us? So they slowly, slowly work. This is our final. Um, game plan, bang. Mm. So you know where they're at. Mm. It's like a great run chase, isn't it? You're <laughs> yeah. timing it. Like, yeah, well, that's right. It is. Although last night, the, the master of the run uh, chase, MS Stoney, didn't quite get there. I like, actually stayed up and watched that after the origin. So did I. I watched <laughs> I it. Like, I was just waiting for Doney to go mad because he's done it. They showed some stats of when he's not out at the end of a game yeah. and uh, how many times they win. And it was remarkable. It was almost like 95%. Oh, I, I thought I there's no way, but it is Doney. Um, but yeah. yeah. He didn't wasn't able to make it. Uh, but. I, I think that the Robinsons, the Roosters are a bit like a Dhoni yeah. at the moment. Although they haven't got that sort of record, but you can't in a team a team sport in the NRL. You can't just do it every year. No. Which is why it's so hard to back up. But if any team's going to, it's the Roosters. Yeah. But the Storm will be the ones to get to get in their road. Yeah, definitely. Well, finally, the uh, the, the Channel Nine, the, the, the sorry, the the Sunday final game. Um, it's actually, it's not the final game this this week. Uh, West Tigers are playing the Eels on Sunday at Bank West Stadium. So it's a home game for the West Tigers, but it's hard to say that against the Eels yeah. who love that stadium. Another milestone, Steve. Uh, 300 for Benji Marshall. Benji. Benji, what a player. Um, you know, they're, they're talking about him going around again. Was he signed? The talk, he was... He, he's keen. Uh, they're going. Tigers are going to sign him again, and he's had a great year. Um, you know, he obviously spent a bit of time up here, and went back down there, and he just found another you know, spring in his step. And um, you know, for him, he's just been a great player. We, we've seen what he's done, and um, I was impressed with his the last match too with some of his passing against uh, the Roosters. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. He threw some magic passes. He still got it, and um, it's just good to see. And congratulations to him, to Benji. He's he's been such a great player for the for the game, and um, obviously uh, for his country as well. Um, so, you know, this one I, I actually backed the Tigers in this one. I I, I think um, you know that they'll say I've really been. And I think you've been the same, Joel. We've been. I love their footy, the way uh, Madge has got these boys playing. And I think it's a, a good brand, and they have a go, and they got some good players there. They do, and and Benji Marshall, yeah. I mean, I think uh, look, there was a time, and it probably still is the case where kids just wanted to be the next Benji Marshall. Yeah. The the, the his jersey just went off the shelves like hotcakes, uh, and of course. 
Yeah, the, he'll, we'll never forget that 2005 flick pass, but the World Cup triumph as well yeah. that the, the New Zealand had um, a few years later was also down in a large measure to what he brought to the table. So he's um, he's been at the forefront of a lot of good things for the clubs that he's played for. The West Tigers um, one and only premiership, but also that World Cup victory for New Zealand. Yeah. I know it was a long time ago, but we're still, still seeing that brilliance. Yeah, still seeing him. the brilliance. Look, I can't go past Parramatta here. I, really? I, no, I can't. Not, not at Bankwest Stadium. I just think that this is where they come to, come to life. Um, they've had a, a week off. That would have taken its toll on the West Tigers, that game against the Roosters. I just think, um, put it this way, if Mitchell Moses has a big game, they'll win. Yeah. You can say that every week, but uh, yeah. he's he's one of those players. He's like their talisman. But when he has a good game, it's usually a sign that the forwards have done well, that's their, right. their business. Yes. But I'm, I'm tipping the West, uh, sorry the Eels, Eels. to spoil, um, unfortunately, um, Benji's uh, milestone game. The final game of the round is at Wynn Stadium, where the Dragons have to win this game to have any chance of, I think, making the finals. This is a big one for them. They can't drop games at Wynn Stadium. They're up against the Raiders, uh, who... You know, will be on notice yes. after after what happened in their last game. They had they had a bye, but before that they were in Darwin and they copped an almighty spray. And uh, Josh Papali said he yes. was sore yes. after that spray. Well, they'll be even sore if they dish that up again against <laughs> the Dragons. But look, the Dragons are at home here. Uh, once again, we've got uh, question marks over who's going to back up from the Origin game, but at least they'll have a longer turnaround. Well, just talking on the Raiders, how good was Jack Whiten for for the Blues? Um, you know, it's uh, his defence. Some of his defence was really good, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. He, he's gone ahead and leaps. And, look, his his football's gone to another level. Yeah, and it was, he was impressive last night. He had, he had some great runs too, bumping off players. He's a big boy, mm. Jack, and um, you know, really impressed with his form at the moment. And you know, this is going to be a really tight match. Um, I, I must admit, they've been. Canberra have been one of my sneaky favourites during the year. I, I just love the way Ricky's got them going. And they got, as I said, they've got the, the English boys that are playing some great footy. Um, and I think they're all back in, aren't they? I don't, I don't think any of them are missing. And and I know, um, it, well, they're much the same. They really need to win this as well. Um, and I'm, I'm going to go the Raiders, Joel. I'm going to go against your Maori Dragons. Well, I'm going to go with the Dragons here. I, I just think at Win Stadium, in a game they have to win... I think they're going to put everything on the line and um, and come away with a win because they do need it. We talked before, I, I do believe that 28 points is needed yes. to make the eight this year unless, I think maybe a team could make it on 26, but it will be one of the teams with a positive for and against. Mm. So if, you, if you're in the negative, um, then you're not going to make the eight with 26 points. Yeah. Maybe Cronulla could sneak in on 26. Um, that's the problem that Penrith's got, of course. They're going to need 28, I think, because they're going to need six from nine. The Broncos will need seven from nine. Yeah, It's it's hard work. It is hard work. And, and the Dragons will need seven from nine. So yeah. they need they, they need to start winning yeah. now. Yeah, they do. And they've yeah, got to double said. their points in, in, in nine rounds. It, it doesn't sound likely, does it? When you, no, when well, it when doesn't. You when, like when you look at those three teams, and uh, there, there are a lot of games to win. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean coming in, in into there but you know you never know Joel um, look St George have got a really good team um, and we all know that and um, yeah, when they click they're you know they're better than anyone but um, I, I have gone with the Raiders I, I just as I said a bit of a fan of theirs and, and the way they play their footy mm. 
Okay, Steve. Well, let's see what happens um, next week. Uh, I, I'm definitely hoping the Dragons can win that game, and, and uh, they need to win it as well. Uh, it's been a tough year for St George Illawarra with all the injuries that they've had. Really, really tough. Okay, well, that's our NRL.com podcast with um, Steve Renoff uh, done and dusted for another week. Uh, we've, we've got other podcasts, of course. Um, Fantasy on Tuesdays with Chris Kennedy and Dominic Brock. Thursdays with the Late Mail crew. They brought a game with Katie Brown and Alicia Newton on Thursdays. The Power with Sour on Fridays and the Sunday session uh, with Chris Kennedy and Craig Wing on Sunday night that wraps up what happens in the rounds. Thanks, Steve, and we'll see you, see you next week. Thanks, Joe.